When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. We got the first Monday night game of another doubleheader. The Eagles taking on Tampa Bay. Real quickly, I actually don't know the answer to this off the top of my head. How many more doubleheaders do we have on Monday night? I think there were supposed to be three for the year, and this is the second of the of the three. So is it another one next week, or we have one like later in the year? No, no, no. It's it's later in the year, but yeah, I don't oh, know. Well, why. I think it's I Christmas I, Day. I think it's Christmas yeah, Day because yeah. Christmas Day. I don't. Is I don't know why it was such a weird like back to back week two week three that had to be the the doubleheaders, but it's something with the contract that ESPN signed. So it's, I'm I'm just glad I have multiple TVs so I can still watch both games, right. but very annoying the way it's staggered. Anyway, um, so we got the Eagles taking on Tampa Bay. They are favored on the road at minus five and a half. The over under 46. I am taking the Eagles to cash at minus five and a half and win this game. Keep in mind, they've been playing B minus C plus ball and they're still two and oh, and this is another kind of mediocre team. I think just ultimately they wind up taking care of business as far as uh, covering the line there along of course Jalen Hurts being a top five play as he usually will be I do want to talk about the backfield though Chase uh, I'm a little lower than ECR I still have Swift as an RB2 but I have more as a back end RB2 ECR has been 17 so I'm more of a mid-level RB2 uh, as far as I am concerned I think Kenneth Gainwell is expected to return this week it wasn't a major injury to put him out on Thursday and he's gonna be in this rotation Swift, I showed you this. I showed you my tweet that I put out there on Damn Inter FF or on X. I'm like, Serena needs to be slapped if he goes back to Kenneth Gainwell as the lead back at the very least. That's the lead back, yes. Do you yeah. think that's going to wind up happening? Am I, I going to be smacking Nick Serena on Monday night? No, I, I don't. I don't think so. I think Serena is going to have to be. He's going to have to understand that what he's got in, in DeAndre Swift is much more than he's ever going to have in, in Kenneth Gainwell. I like Kenneth Gainwell. He's a fine player. He's one of those guys I would. He's one of those guys that's better on your actual team than necessarily your fantasy team. But he, but DeAndre Swift is the much more dynamic player. He showed that last week. He showed he can do it running the ball too. He doesn't have to just be on the outside getting passes so he they can get him in space, which seemed to always be the seems to always be the narrative around DeAndre. You have to get him in space. Yeah, but if you block for him, you can get him in space by just handing him the damn ball and blocking for him as well. Um, I have him. I have him actually two spots ahead of ECR. That's a much more a uh, probably a reflection of what I see as the players around him. Necess- and I'm talking the running backs around him in that part of the rankings than necessarily seeing him as a high end RB two. He's an RB two. 
Um, but I do think that that based on what we saw last week, that Sirianni, yeah, he would have to be nuts to hand Kenneth Gainwell the reins to the backfield. Gainwell will have a role, should have a role, um, but he's had, yeah, he's had a role his entire time in Philadelphia. That's the role that he should have. The Based on the season, though, Chase, it's going to be Rashad Penny's week, just so you know. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, just about all of our freaking luck. We'll have to watch that till he blows an ACL or a hip or whatever in the third quarter. I don't want to put that in the universe, but yeah, let's Rashad let's... Penny has already put that shit in the universe himself in the past, so I'm not <laughs> necessarily breaking any news there. Oh, God, let's hope not. Uh, let's, talk, let's talk about the running back on the other side, Rashad White, who I am big on. Abandoned ship! Yeah, like, first of all, I don't, ECR has him as a top 24 play. It, he's a flex play because of the volume, this ain't a good matchup. And as you showed, if they play anybody with any kind of competent run defense, in fact, they through two weeks, they haven't played anybody with run, competent run defense, and yet he still couldn't do anything against Minnesota. Did have a decent game against Chicago. I don't expect him to do a whole lot in this game. And then look at his upcoming matchup. So you got the Eagles this Monday. Then you have the Saints. And then you have a bye week. That's three weeks where I don't want to play Rashad White at all, if I can help it. A little bit better with Detroit and Atlanta. But then it's rough with Buffalo and San Francisco and Tennessee. And he just runs through this gauntlet here. And if you get to the very end of the season with him on your team, you got the Saints and Carolina as your last two playoff games of the year. And that's assuming he lasts this long if he's going to be this inefficient. So find a way to sell Rashad White. Again, I'll go back to it. I combined Mm -hmm. him and Garrett Wilson, and I got Jalen Waddell. There's things like that I think you can do, especially with how desperate people are at the running back position. Does anybody disagree with that? No. Point out to whoever you're trying to shovel him off to that he is seventh in the league in carries right now. He is getting getting the volume. The problem is he's getting the same dang efficiency that we saw out of Leonard Fournette last season because the offensive line in front of him is absolutely terrible. And Rashad White is not anything special as a running back telling the NFL, but point that out. Hey, he's seventh in the league in carries, seventh in the league in carries and see if somebody will take that and hand you anything back for it. Yeah, 100% agree. Uh, Chris, Mike Evans, he's going to be a, a lock him in wide receiver two for me this week. Uh, by the way, Devonta Smith, AJ Brown, you're obviously playing them. Uh, but with Mike Evans, I don't buy that Baker Mayfield is going to continue playing competently. They played Minnesota. They played Chicago. He looked okay. At least got the ball to Evans at the very least. But I think this might be the beginning of the end as far as him looking like he can be competent. So for a, I don't want to say he's a definite sell high for me, but I would definitely like to shop around Mike Evans over me. Now, I, you might be looking at it differently. How do you see this? Well, I think I'm definitely looking at it differently. We looked at it differently going into the season. I wasn't down in Tampa Bay receivers. A lot of people were because of Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Baker fan. I'm not going to say he's going to be as good as he has been his last couple of weeks, but he hasn't been terrible, and he has put up numbers while everybody else has decent matchups sometimes too. Nobody's necessarily making and taking advantage of all their good matchups. Baker's played decent quarterback, and he's getting the ball to his playmakers and his receivers, particularly Mike Evans. I think that's going to continue to be the guy he looks for. I think that Mike Evans is the guy that's going to be the lead leader in the red zone. There's no other guy you're really competing for in that red zone. And then when you look for the 20s and the big plays, he's the other guy who gets the big plays for him and he will stretch the field. I think Chris Godwin will be the security blanket. He's always going to be a comfortable guy to have. But I think both receivers can continue to eat. Mike Evans will continue to be a guy who will be a borderline, you know, high receiver two, borderline receiver one most weeks. And Dan, Dan, do you think, is Baker Mayfield a top 32 quarterback in the NFL? Yes. So he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. 
you don't have to be overly competent as a starting quarterback in the NFL to throw the ball to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin all the dang time. I, I just, I, I think that Mike Evans continues to be what so we've here, seen. He's got the connection with, he's got the connection with Baker. He, he's a combination. Right, right now, right now the, the target share between Mike Evans and Chris Godwin is completely upside down. We would have expected Chris yeah. Godwin to be the one seeing all of the targets. Right now, his target share is somewhere around like 21, 22%, something like that. Whereas Mike I, Evans is up around 29. Because Brady, Brady, Brady's the problem. Yeah. Brady will only use him for bombs. And as everybody thought, assumed Mike Evans this is the right. one trick pony and he's not. Right. It was, yeah, he was either dump offs or bomb it to Evans. And now you've got Baker out there who's looking for Evans because he's a dynamic freaking playmaker. Well, that I think Baker can't anticipate. You have to anticipate to get Chris Godwin open. You don't have to anticipate for Mike Evans because you just throw him a jump ball. I think that's the biggest difference, honestly. Uh, and Chris Godwin, as a result of that, is my wide receiver 31. I'm well below ECR on him. He's a flex play who I'm not I'm not really excited about, frankly, because he doesn't have touchdown or big play upside. Mm-hmm. Or, and Baker's not really looking for him right now. And it's not a matchup uh, that I like when it comes to when it comes to Chris Godwin's side. But I guess that's for part me, of the why I'm not selling on Mike Evans. I want to. I want to hang on to that. He's going to. Keep so I guess for me, it's not just Baker Mayfield and, and him actually being able to sustain competency, which I don't believe he will be able to do. It's when they start playing better defenses, and their their schedule is going to get tougher now after these last two weeks. The the offensive line might just collapse, and the whole offense might just collapse, and that's more my concern. We're going to see it if if Evans can still maintain against the Philadelphia Eagles and then the New Orleans Saints next week, heading into their bye week then I'm all in on the we're keeping Mike Evans as a wide receiver to lock him in the rest of the season. These Real next quick. two weeks, I think, are going to prove that. Go ahead, Chris. And I can understand that. The only thing I'm going to chase this point, if you look at Tipa Bayman, you're saying the narrative. Rashad White sucks, so he's not going to run the ball. And then at some point, this is an NFL team. They're going to have to have somebody involved offensively and moving the ball. So if Rashad White can't move the ball or run the running game, Somebody's going to catch the ball. Somebody's going to do something. So to me, why wouldn't it be the more talented receivers? And there's going to be guys. It's not going to always be sexy or pretty, but I do think that when you have a guys you know, throughout the league, it doesn't matter. Jamar Chase has, what, 60 yards through the season right now. So Mike Evans you know, might have some tough matchups here or there, but it's still going to be a guy you feel pretty good putting your lineup week, you know, week in, week out as a receiver three, receiver two option. Yep. I won't tell anybody to run out and grab Baker, but I'm going to tell everybody, hang on to Mike Evans. Okay. Um, we'll see. Uh, Dallas Goddard, I still have to play him as a startable tight end. He's still got the work, and he's still a very talented player on a very talented offense. I do think we'll play better. Let's go to our last 